We're here to talk. Well, Brent is gay, and Adam's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Caitlin's gay, it's Homo Superior. Well, 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 welcome to a very interesting... Do you have some kind of a, like a vaudevillian well, melody? Well, well, yes. well. Make sure you play this podcast when you're walking into your home late at night and you expect someone to be in a chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And turn the lights Stroking on. a white cat. Oh, well. Funny scene. You, you yeah. uh, Welcome what to have a you been? very extra special episode <laughs> of Batman extra. the Dark Knight Returns. We are reviewing and talking Finally. about the two-part direct-to-video animated superhero film, which was an adaptation film. of the 1986 comic book by Frank Miller, same name. These came out in <laughs> 2012 and 2013, and I didn't like them. We got lots of questions to talk about to make sure that we're talking about fun things instead of how shitty that movie was. Um, well, but like, let's get that out in the open. But General, like, let's talk about the Taylor Gourmet. Generally. Can I quickly <laughs> talk about the, the DC Universe site in general? Yeah. Was, oh yeah, so was this was also our first experience as all of us using the DC Universe yeah. site, which I think is a great discussion topic to it is. I what do you had think a lot of, of trouble. When I was first trying to watch the first one, I kept refreshing and refreshing. It kept saying that I had been banished to the um, Phantom <laughs> Zone. Like the link oh, might be issue. Adorable. You might have been banished. To the, yeah, and so I literally did not watch the first one that's on fun. DC Universe because it kept fucking up for me uh, over and over and over You know, again. it's got a lot of bugs. Like uh, when I first logged in, it says, you are not logged in. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm logged in. And do, you like, think, do you think because we share a password that no. might kick people off? It's you mean it's all a, pay individually, DC? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Warner Brothers. It's we a all new application, so I'm no, sure there's tons of things wrong with it. There's no DC police. I'm covering the microphone. There are. They're keep on. Reagan's police force. Any police for DC. So I ended up having to watch it on Daily Motion, which is something you shouldn't watch it on. They, they had it on like twice the speed, so everyone was on helium. Oh my so god! So I actually enjoyed that one because it was so fucking bizarre well, the way it was going. And it was only like you know forty minutes instead uh, of like. Oh an yeah, hour no, yeah they, they cut off about. That, yeah, that's exactly. a part it was I an hour long it. instead of the hour and fifteen. It was hilarious because nice. of that. Yeah. I couldn't, and when I went back to the second one and finally worked on DC Universe, I just hated it. So like, it's got this, this is not enjoyable. So the site's got some bugs, but I think it's working fairly well. The comics read easily, like okay. it's almost like comicsology, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting some good stuff on there. And then they've got like all the superhero uh, DC superhero movies. Or most of them, at yeah. least, and then they've got a lot of the uh, the show. The None of the shows new shows are out yet, right? None of the stuff. No, no not the original. No, no, it's, it's all old, which content. is smart for them to wait to get the bodies yeah. out before. I certainly did. That. I didn't mind it. I appreciated that it's all under one roof. I think Marvel Unlimited is very like weird to access and navigate. It's sometimes, sometimes. tough. Yeah. Marvel Unlimited is difficult. It's, to got, like, it's very buggy. Yeah, like, and to find like a comic that you're looking for is sometimes difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's lots of random blocks with like a question mark in them. Yeah, they just have random chunks missing from series. Oh yeah, yeah. they do. Like New Mutants, they had a lot missing. Yeah. I think it's a little bit weird that for a series that's kind of like a full you know, issue, it's like they they make you download each individual Everything, issue yeah. rather than being able to download this is the Dark Knight Returns oh, and watching all I this hate at once. That, yeah. yeah. So you have to download each individual We had part. problems when we were watching it. Yeah, it, it got like frozen up at the end a couple of times. It's new. I thought the streaming actually went once it was actually working, it actually worked pretty well. Oh mine yeah. was fucked up. Did anyone try to do like Chromecast or something like that? Cast it to the to TV because I know you can't do it, can't access it from like a smart TV because they don't have the app yet right. and they can't do it from PlayStation PS4. or anything else. 
Um, yeah, no, they definitely have to get on expanding their cha- easy channels. Because, like, it's different than Marvel Unlimited, because Marvel Unlimited is just comics for right now. But, like, the lack of ability to, like, throw that up on, like, a Switch or a PS4 is going to be a huge detriment. Would it you rate, be. like, a 3 out of 5 out of 3? <laughs> As a DC non-enthusiast, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. But I, if I was a DC enthusiast, I'd be disappointed in it more. It's probably a 2.5 out of 7. That's a really fair system. <laughs> um, Thank you for being fair. Let's talk a little bit more about... Let's talk about the movie itself, but also the concept expressed in the movie. So, so. Um, I think uh, only a couple of us have actually read the graphic novel. Um, and this is uh, an adaptation like DC's been doing, trying to do animated adaptations of like their most seminal works. They did it for The Killing Joke recently. Flashpoint. They, they did Flashpoint, Batman Year One. They did All-Star Superman. And what I found of these, I've seen some of them, I haven't seen all of them, is they're doing straight up scene-for-scene, panel-for-panel adaptations, and I don't think that's a good idea. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't Especially if the source material's dated and doesn't really hold this up. This seemed like seven hours long. <laughs> Woo, Nelly. The first one was... Okay, so the very first one seemed like it was a thousand hours long, yes. and everything was getting drawn out very slowly, and he's get, he has a friendship with this mutant man, or whatever the fuck that happened with that's Shark that never Team. Happened. Why did we see so much Why did of the see- liquor store owner? Oh my god! He was there right. like forty-five minutes. That's that's all I cared about. Um, <laughs> and, and then the second part went at such lightning fast speed that it was Whiplash. my neck hurt. Yeah. I snapped my own neck like Joker. It was it, fucking stupid. It felt del- so. The original I don't series know why was what like four either. issues. Four issues. And so it, yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing just felt very much, I was talking to Ryan about this when we were watching it, that it felt very much like an anime, uh, original video animation. So it's like, it's whether it takes some source material or not, it's usually a very condensed something. Right. And the plots are always really fast. Nothing really makes any sense. They made OVAs for a bunch of like manga series that I read, and I was obviously hugely disappointed in them because it just doesn't capture anything. But in this, you're saying it's more of a panel-for-panel panel recreation or what? Yeah, I, mean, it, I mean, look, if you look through each of these panels, uh, especially... The, Big Titty Bruno! You know, the, the When Batman dresses up as, like, the old Serbian one. Which which I think we need to do a deep dive on. Well, that's your costume for Miss Adams. Ooh, there's yes. something, I mean, not just for the fact that, like, the way that you can structure a page and have time happen simultaneously yeah. Yeah. versus in a show where you have to show everything It's all linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. The other thing that you lose is they try and make all the characters look like the characters do in the comic. So, like, Robin looks just like Robin. Too, too, the comic. too much. But the problem is that there. within the comic, you're able to add some dirtiness because I think there's, like, I think it was done with watercolor or something like yeah. it. So there's a lot of gradation that you that becomes very flat when you color things very uniformly. She, in the, is, in the movie, she looks ridiculous. Yeah. I think I'm like when we saw her, we were like, "Well, that's a main character that looks fucking." Insane. It's like, can we make Conan O'Brien wrong? Right, that's exactly. And can we also include Conan O'Brien as the talk? Yes, artist? exactly. Um, so, a couple of things about it. One, the graphic novel um, was absolutely historic. Uh, it completely. Uh, changed the way that people viewed Batman. Um, like, and so, like, further adaptations. Yep, that's yeah. the old woman. Thanks for showing us. Uh, the, uh, Ooh, let's post that. The, uh, um, the interpretation that, that Frank Miller did set the stage for how Batman was written for decades. Yeah. I mean, the Tim Burton Batman movie could not exist without Dark Knight Returns. The uh, Christopher Nolan Batman movies could not exist without Dark Knight Returns. I mean, both Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises lift pretty liberally from this this graphic novel. Right. Um, so it's one of those things that 
it does seem dated because it's very much set in the eighties, but it, 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 it reflects eighties paranoia, like the cold war stuff, uh, right. and all the, the crime that was happening in the cities from the seventies and the eighties, uh, to an absolute T. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a snapshot in time in the same way that Watchmen was a snapshot in time. Sure. But I think Watchmen stands the test of time. So it's like, you can read Watchmen today. You could give it to any person, whether they read comics or not. And someone could walk away and say, wow, that was, I think you could say the same thing for Dark Knight Returns. Really? Oh yeah. Maybe when you read it, uh, there's a little bit to it. I don't know. I, think like, I haven't read it, so but I can only. I'll judge go from back. It. I'll you know. I'll take that. I'll go I, back. But I think and you're read also it. kind of tainted because you know the story and you're like, oh, this is just stupid. Oh, this is just stupid. It's just stupid. Like I, I think you like one should read it before watching the movie. Like the. It's like watching Watchmen first, the movie. It's like well, that movie was terrible. I, and then you well, go back and read the graphic novel. Well, no, sure, but I guess I go back to like the injustice idea, and you said you couldn't grapple with the core reality of Superman being a. Um, bad guy and in this i can't grapple with the core reality of anything that's happening in this and so like to me it just because it just feels like and i perfectly like it's a product of its time it is a dystopia that can't that doesn't can you pick something that's a real problem for you uh, I think the, the j- mutants, the okay. fact, like... The I, Joker the, portrayal seems ridiculous. We were laughing when that was happening. When he was just, like, in that uh, weird Swan Lake, whatever fucking ride where he was just like, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> Tunnel of love, yeah. That, that's one of my favorite parts because... There have already been murders and shootings at this fair, and there's and still no one has cleared out. They are yeah, still in there. No, no, no. We no. have to ride the tunnel of love, otherwise we're going to finish this love? date. Yes, in the tunnel of love. Maybe I paid this ride, then, but there are also the tunnel of love. It's so slow, so you're like you can see the next boat. It's so the- someone starts getting shot, and then other people have to be like told. Get out of here! <laughs> in order to leave their my, my, also that, well, my I mean, point it, was like you could hear the gunshots yes. too. It's a tunnel. But tunnels yeah. don't really echo or like how loud the noise. <laughs> They're not known for yeah, that. Right. Yeah, I, there's uh, just like a seeming. I and, and ridiculous. And again, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna were the issues like typical 24, 32 pages. Like no, they're longer. They're okay. like sixty pages each. So uh, the first that's good to know. Part that's, one. Yeah. Part one is uh, books one and two, and part. Yeah, two is the is right. and four. Yeah. And they and they demarket very, very I think pretty uh, blatantly. Yeah. Um and I think like to, to talk about the Joker for a second, uh, I want to talk about like the voice acting being so bad in Oh this. for sure. Yeah. And Except I think for the guy who played Superman being the guy from Superman the animated series. No, is that Tim Daly? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't think it didn't it sound, sound like, like him. Oh really? It's, it's I thought it, it sounded close enough to him that I was believing. It didn't I Tim I might Daly have from least. Wings? Yes it is. I love him. I love him. He's yeah. a handsome man. He's so cute. Yeah, oh me too. He still looks good too. Like he's gotten older. Oh yeah, yeah. But like Peter Weller played Batman. He's the guy who played Robocop way back when. Yeah. And he was not a good Batman. No. I wanted Kevin Conroy. Oh, I, Kevin Conroy is fucking iconic. We said that yeah, the entire time. It's I really hard Mark, to watch the show without the voices. Yeah, and and Mark Hamill as the Joker, like I Oh yeah, that would have been Mark, great. Mark Valley was Superman. Um, okay. Uh, the, every time Batman spoke, we were like, who's talking Who right now? This? We we couldn't, I, de- I couldn't place him to uh, Batman. I'm not, I'm not opposed to Peter Weller doing it. It's just, it was so monotone. There's no changes uh, in any yeah. sense. Yeah. There's no stress. There's no excitement. There's nothing. There's, there's no, no Batman voice. changing. When I first read it, I imagined uh, Clint Eastwood as the voice of interesting. Batman. That like would be an, interesting. An older Batman. Uh, but this is before the Batman animated series with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. I well, like I do want to talk a little bit more about, rather than the review of the movie, because I know we have very... Day- uh, what is that? No, we, I think we all agree that it's no. not. Yeah, no, no, right. But I just mean in terms of core concept, I'm interested yeah. in a lot of different well, I questions. Can, if general. I can, before we move sure. on, I do want to talk about the things that you think, like, I just can't buy into this. 
Okay, I just told you. Like, like the mutant. I can't thing. buy into the mutant problem. I can't buy into the fact that they. Why were, do you hate mutants? I can't buy into the like the whole that the whole dystopia didn't really connect for me. I like I think it was too it was still too structured that everything existed as like a normal yeah. 1986 the U.S. but also there was this crazy mutant problem or that there was this crazy like everyone had this like weird future fashion sense that didn't really connect like there was it just felt very all over the place tonally. And like I and it was like what was really compute like I don't know the whole thing just this didn't, Superman and Batman confrontation seemed very rushed felt aggressive for, for no reason well. like that's I get the first time that's really happened and it set the stage for every totally like, yeah but I guess I, I like one that, of my yeah. things again like I get setting the stage taking the ground that's like Romeo and Juliet exists like there's other Romeo and Juliet s stories that can be just as good and I think that's like a like at what point do you say like Romeo and Juliet for example tra- <laughs> at what point the great old trauma. Um, at what point do you like stake in the ground and say this is the because I think of like we were even talking about Star Wars like there's going to be other good Empire movies like it's okay to say like it's Empire Records for example (laughs) I just thought about that earlier today that Empire Records was a better interpretation of Star Wars than Star Wars (laughs) I can't believe Empire Records strikes back me too I I don't know because I think that that part of what Batman represents is the substitute for Law and Order in the in its absence because right. you've got fundamentally corrupt institutions and you need some vigilante to provide that and so what batman represents you know when he's gone is the the rot and degradation of society and so you get the elements of society that are the worst having no checks on them so the news is like extraordinarily glib and nutsy and loose and the mutants represent some sort of form of crime that's beyond like necessity of I'm I'm stealing because I need no money. they're just there for the they're, kicks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They slice it nice. Slice, slice it nice. Slice it nice. Slice. Hey Spud, Spud. Show yeah. them show more nasty. Those yeah. people were fucking awful. That was some of the weirdest fucking dialogue. I couldn't I, stand the, the, the leader's it, giant nipples. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, like those fucking weird nipple clamp yeah. things. Yeah. It was a little bit odd that they sent the really mayor cool. in to negotiate <gasps> with oh the and, and then he chain and and immediately was murdered. Just right off the bat. There's no talking. See, stuff like choices like that were a little hard to believe. I, I I get what you're saying with like symbolically what it might represent, but for as a casual watcher, I don't it, think structurally it works because I think that the way that they develop the plot is like I just wanted mutant Joker Superman, and it's three weird humps that don't seem super connected to each other. They're they're only kind of coincidentally related. I think they do completely connect because the whole plot point is it's Batman coming out of retirement because he feels the need to. It's in a world where vigilantes are basically outlawed, so that's like the the sort of the thematic similarity with Watchmen, uh, and you have Superman um, as the government stooge, which basically that's what killed the reputation of Superman in a lot of readers' uh, eyes. Is like you had Superman just basically being like this sort of goody two shoes you know, uh, do whatever the, like the, the government says kind of a character. And the Joker stuff, there had to be like a final conflict between, uh, between you know, um, Batman and, uh, between like the, yeah. like the protagonist and antagonist. Well, and he comes back. And I will say that like he for returns. the movie's success was like having part one end with the reintroduction of the Joker coming back to your point is like, wait, now Batman's filling this void around making sure that people are under control. There's vigilantism back. Now his his rogue gallery come back. I think that that was an interesting question from the idea of like, 
are you just create like are you creating this yourself or would it fill up and in the void? That is actually that? a very good uh, analysis of Batman itself. Like, do yeah. you know is Batman? Thank you. Know, I did it myself. I don't think anyone's ever thought. Uh, no one, no one's ever thought of it, except for the fact that the psychiatrist in the in the, in the cartoon in the you comic mean, actually fed that. You mean Borat? Yeah, yeah, Borat. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. We were this like, that. Of, this is my client. He's that, that was safe and healthy now. Definitely, the character Borat. design was rough. Have I mean, many, it was eighty sensibility. Have as so many mugs as you'd like. <laughs> and I really do wish that they hadn't done it. You know, um, if I rewrote this and redrew it. I would have loved if it was like set in the Batman animated universe mm-hmm. with like the way that they have like the Art Deco and like the very cartoony yes. very features yeah. and make it like a Dark Knight Returns set within that universe. Totally. You, you make it with, like a Harley Quinn in there. Yeah, so it still hits a lot of the same themes, but it's doing its own thing yeah. rather than like doing a beat for beat uh adaptation. Yeah. yeah. One of my issues with um what we're talking about how it doesn't connect with this I didn't understand how, like, at some point they say 10 years later, at some point they say more than that. Why is Batman a myth, according to kids, when they literally are talking about Harvey Dent's still around, they still deal yes. with him? They do all these things connected as if, like, suddenly no one remembers Batman. When they finally see Batman again, they're like, he looked like Dracula. There was a bat, maybe a bat yeah. creature. I'm like, bitch, you guys know this thing fucking existed. He's attacking a criminal. The entire time, I just, I couldn't It's a great it point. Because- and also for them to invite the Joker onto a, t- like, a fucking, yes. fucking and they late say it was night gonna be TV the show. Biggest, and they're like, and separate. what are you known for? And you're like, killing all these people and at all because he allegedly is, murdered 620 so again, people it's not 80 years later I this get is it. Yeah. this is not my i feel like i'm just defending it now but again, hey it's your was, miracle man we get it, it yeah. that was actually brent's miracle I threw man. That out there. yeah <laughs> got him I'm nailed gonna, me i'm gonna punch the nerve <laughs> but it was this came out when the internet didn't even exist right uh and um so trolls there was like us didn't there was exist. a trolls yeah. like us did not exist like there was no message word. but um that you could believe that like kids could use a myth because they don't was, know how there was no way them. to like archive stuff and see stuff that happened a long time uh, the ago. library yeah they got encyclopedia there's a the library in a dystopia with mutants there's a card catalog and somewhere there was this whole idea in the 80s of like oh uh we're going to these people who did these heinous acts the reason they did them was because their parents were to blame yeah it was you know society was to blame and it was sort of like them trying to reform these criminals or reform or give them uh some credulity credulity thank you um uh, by Still by trying to like rehabilitate them, <laughs> yeah. you know, in front in front of everybody, and that's what this was. This was uh, a uh, this was a reflection of. That. I that's what I'm saying. Is... It, that's what this movie doesn't work. This movie that, the, should not have been made. It does the, not work in this time. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with you. That's yeah. That's yeah. not um, time. Yeah. I, I don't know because I could still see like ten year olds being alive when Batman is running around, and then ten years later they're now twenty. Yeah, and they because uh, I can do simple math. Uh, wow. They don't. They don't really believe in the Basically. myth because when people were talking about Batman, they weren't young enough to really form really strong memories about like this is, is this, like is for example, six world or nowadays. I think in period. No, no God, no. Okay, for example, here's the. I don't the be- believe the things I know now was ten years old. Here's the thing. But I don't think the things I knew... I was like, yeah, what if Santa Claus came out like he was just on the... He looked like a werewolf. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if if Christmas is ever on a full moon, watch out. (laughs) Um, So one... So speaking of childhood questions, Ashley, one question that Ryan and I were thinking of is like... And I think this is inherent to Batman overall, but this movie in particular, I would say this... 
I think it's actually in the comic, it's also an impetus for him to put the suit back on. Is, Could there is, be more bats? <laughs> is, this, is this like childhood trauma of like your parents being killed by a burglar or a robber in front of you? Is yeah. that is that cause for a nonstop life campaign? You, that's okay. just that's it, just Batman. In I, I know. Plus, what I'm saying it's like when, so heavy handed all the time that I'm like, enough. I like enough. I know trauma works, and it, you can't really personify yeah. it with certain people, but. It makes him Stop more one note. doing it. Exactly. It, makes, it loses depth because then he becomes, I think, the villain. Because right. the villain is like one thing that's caused them to go. They've they've broken at some point. That's a good point. And yeah. he breaks really early. And it's like, yeah, the, the issues that you've had with your parents being dead at an early age. Most kids don't experience it in the same way. There aren't a ton of Batmans running around. Is so what I'm saying. before, <laughs> <laughs> before, before uh, Dark Knight Returns, um, I mean, they referenced you know his parents being killed in comics, but it was like few and far between. When this happened, and it became such an integral part of the way that like you know he was his motivation, it just became a crutch that other creators, yeah, lesser creators, used. Content. So it's like the joke is now. That, oh, we've got to see how his parents died in every yeah. fucking comic, it's every true. movie, every cartoon. Yeah. Uh, like, we get it. We know what, like, everybody knows Batman's origin. My parents know Batman's origin. But right it now. doesn't have to be that way anymore. Right. Spider Man doesn't do that anymore. You, 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 there's never, like, a current right. comic or anything like that where Spider Man's like, oh, Uncle Ben! Or, like, whatever. Uh, exactly. And I think yeah, that's strong. Never turns into Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with spiders? Uh, <laughs> Great power. I don't want to be a pirate. Um, but I do think like... I don't want the responsibility. You take the responsibility. The better... <laughs> That's pretty good. That's uh, solid. Uh, but the better like interpretations of Batman now, I do think they don't need to like keep going back to that well. For sure. It's like going back to the well of Superman, Krypton being destroyed, and going through the whole thing of him being adopted by the Kents. We all know it. We yeah. get it. Move the fuck on. Like they like your life is more than just one event. Like yeah. that's I think like a, a whole thing. Well, that's yeah. something I liked a lot about the um, Nolan films because yeah, the first one, you know, it leaned on the the parents dying, but it also then pushed the first it, time you saw it, it pushed it toward his relationship with Ra's al Ghul for the fifth time, <laughs> and then the next became Correct. about his relationship with um, not Kate Holmes. Katie Holmes. Uh, Jakey Gyllenhaal. J- not you, Gyllenhaal. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Salinger. Katie Gyllenhaal. But like the, I think the Spider-Man movies have kind of made it out because there is one line that's so closely associated with Uncle Ben they don't that everyone's to. sick of it. That they're like, we have to move in a different direction. That's why Homecoming was so good. Yeah. Because it didn't even reference it. We just knew. The thing, also, what we're coming to is, I think we're beyond the origin story of a superhero. We don't fucking care anymore. Right. And additionally... Um, So, that's just what we're talking about. And maybe it wasn't that way when this fucking came out. Well, and on top of that, this whole thing from talking about this dystopia perspective is that we've got this crazy dystopia, and then we're still acting like crippling versus killing is, is a good or bad thing. Like, to me, like, he literally... I mean, I get. Obviously, they said they send Superman after me. He's blowing up cop cars and shit like that. But I'm like, it just it seems weird that everyone's still playing by these old school rules when it's supposed to be this like dystopia. Like, I just don't really understand the dystopia. 
Yeah. Why? Why do you? Because it seems like everything's perfectly okay. Besides now, there's like these cr- criminals that are shaving their heads and putting bolts in their brains. I don't think about that Cyclops as being fighters. dystopia. It's I, a dis- well, it, if you want to use the term dystopia, because Adam keeps using it, and he's using it incorrectly, is you fool. You goddamn fool. I'm no, saying it just seems like it is projected to feel like one, which they, is why Batman has to they, come they back. They were I'm always just, walking, walking around yeah, like, the graveyard. But it is it is very much the zeitgeist of the seventies and eighties where people were leaving the cities and uh, like crime was, was at high. was at an absolute like uh, zenith and um, you had these sort of tough guy vigilantes yeah, yeah, yeah. end up being protagonists from everything from Death Wish to uh, the Dirty Harry Death films. Blow. Hey, Death Blow. Hey, Death Blow. <laughs> <laughs> good side, good Seinfeld uh, callback. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to like the, even the Punisher, which was created in this era. Sure, I get. Like, I guess my whole point is that it's. I totally understand the historical context makes sense, and it's like, does that does that make it good? Like, I, don't, I just don't like. Is the thing that bothers you is that it's a dystopia that's com- entirely dependent on historical context. Right. Like, we could still like 1984. have. We could still have 1984. We could still have a crazy oppressive regime that's constantly. What do you mean? <laughs> I think, yeah, well, I, didn't I think it's you're coming down the pipeline already. Yes. <laughs> I think it's coming down the love tunnel we could already. Still have, <laughs> we could still have a brave Say new that world. Say that to me one more time. We could That's still have a brave new world type kind of where we, not, where, we, exist where we inoculate ourselves. Um, is it that it seems like, okay, this is, this is largely driven by the fact that crime is so rampant. And now... Crime is definitively not as right. rampant as it used to be. That you just can't. Except for a while. Why, yeah. and Why were these mutants? Because they didn't have I think hair. It would have been and better they, if it was just a gang. Yeah, were, I know, but like, like the more well, he like fangs, call- he was really like nipple plugs or whatever. Yeah. It just, that's where I like again. That's why Cyclops I'm like, advisors. The mutants yeah. made it feel like it was more dystopian than it had to be. Yeah, like I think if they it were was all more straight of, like, up like the triad madness. mafia gangs are back. I'd be like, oh cool. I think it's an aesthetic flourish. Yeah, that's the reason why. The, the, the moment that they did turn and they're like, <laughs> we're Batman people <laughs> now. I sort of laughed and I was like, wow. Actually, yeah. uh, Christopher Nolan right did turn, that yeah. in Dark in Dark right, Knight, yeah, they where had they had like the, the the fake Batman who were like trying to keep the peace and yeah. be their own vigilantes. It, it, it was abrupt and it made me giggle, and I liked it. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good part, actually. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> um, let's talk about what we liked about it. I liked Selena's portrayal, even I, though she yes. was terribly I, I, objectified in it. But yeah. I I like I like who she was. Like she was just. An older she didn't superhero. have a lot of agency, I, I, but I, I didn't like. I didn't that. like that because what? they still have all these men who are like super built and stuff, and then suddenly, oh, it's a woman over forty. Let's make her Throw look her like her a down. toad. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, they made her like a like good old uh, silk specter yeah, too. She, 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 she could have still been pushed around by the Joker and like abused and still like, like looked like if she looked, looked like who she was, which I think is like a composed, intelligent woman who's not like uh, constantly cowering. I thought. It made her seem a little bit feeble. I just thought it was really, really weak with her. Um, I, thought I, she, I, thought, I thought she looked great, and it seems like you guys. Scene I really liked it. was um, Batman leaving the tunnel of love and uh, <laughs> the helicopter shooting a bunch of the cars, and him running through the police cars. I thought that was a very Batman style of like, all right, well, the only way out is through. All of the danger. I'm going to run through the danger. So he's jumping on cars. I love um, I love Batman on the horse. I that was really weird. I love it. <laughs> I, I did not like love that. It. I love Adam, it so much. Out of nowhere, he said, "Do you know how to ride a horse?" But and I, what? I, I Batman, think, well, Batman yeah. keeps horses. 
just in case. <laughs> no, he's a rich man. Of course he's got stables. Um, have I appreciated Superman's open chest while catching an eagle for no reason. Did you like how his curly cue was moving in every direction? Guys, do you think there was any symbolism there at all? So heavy handed. A bald eagle. I couldn't actually tell if I enjoyed or what. I think for product of its time, I was actually disappointed, but as a person watching it now, I really appreciate it, like the more queer turn on the Joker. I kind of liked that it was very like like the lipstick stuff was like obviously I don't know the whole thing just had like queer elements, but it also reeked of like Disney queer villainy. Yeah, uh, well, I was gonna say if that's the case, then that's not. Yeah, good. that's probably. No, I'm just saying. saying appreciate I, that. That's really big. If it was like made nowadays, it'd be like, oh yes, bitch. Like everyone wants. Oh, to oh yeah. yeah. So and I was like, oh no, this per- is really person who murders everybody. It is, it is actually problematic from a modern perspective. So the eagle landing on Superman's so arm doesn't happen in the comics. Thank God. Yeah. It's it's actually there's actually just a Hawk it's that, two wheels that, that, that flies around, <laughs> but I'm holding the arrows away with it. Gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still standing no. majestically. No, but I want to point out okay. that, the, that what they have is actually far worse oh. because it's basically Superman. <laughs> there's like 18 butterflies around him. There's horses and a dog pig what? in the background. Oh what is and that? Then, and then in the next panel, <laughs> there's a. A hawk that picks up a rat right in front of Superman. Oh, like, that did bad. happen. Yeah, in the- yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they switched from hawk or owl to eagle, just to make it a little more American. Uh, yeah. What would be so obviously? And then he's even I think in the in the movie playing with like his he's playing with a dog, Batman. So if you had to yeah. pick, if you were in this scene, what animal would represent you? What would be my spirit animal for the just for that particular part? scene? <laughs> yeah, what's, what? Where? What's symbolic enough? Yeah, to represent what would your land on, on the matter? Arm. Does it? All right, you said spirit animal, but I didn't say spirit animal. You said spirit. You animal. wrote spirit. Who did that? You actually just said spirit animal. What no. would be your animal? I said what would be your animal in this scene yeah, to show up on okay, your hand? I, but blade of grass. A blade of grass. I would just be one a blade, blade of grass. Clark, Clark, I would want to be the most boring thing that happens. Clark, I think yours would be like a maybe a raccoon. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say trash pan. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what I would do. I'll do probably golden retriever because I would just sit there and go... No, I think like I think a bulldog because you get tired. You know, there's always drool coming out. Listen to the last podcast. He breathes really weird on it, just like a bulldog. Listen to the very end, guys. That's a donkey, and that's you. You're donkey. I'm the donkey. Yeah, you're the one breathing. Who would you be, Carl? Um, I don't know, like a weasel or Honestly, something. You'd be a hyena. This is the worst <laughs> fucking question. <laughs> Wait, if you were an animal in this particular scene, that, what animal would you be? That's part of the fun. Is it? <laughs> yeah. An animal would crawl on you. Hmm. That's the fun. Certainly. I liked the... Uh, and yours I would did, be an owl. Continue, an owl. yeah. I liked the... Uh, I think the way they did the fight between Batman and Superman at the end worked quite well. Yeah. I was uh, I think actually cheering when Batman did something. I was like, yay! Yay! Um, I, thought, I thought it worked really well. Um, a lot of the problem I do have with the movie is Frank Miller's dialogue is never meant to be said out loud. Yeah. And oh, oh, yeah it was rough. Like, it what, is... What's like, the right style you hit? Slice and dice. Slice, Slice and, and dice. dice. Oh, what was it? Blow this. Or it was like, yeah, blow this. Let's go to the arcade. What's, what's no, that, like, you um, hate it, I'm you know? trying to think of, like, any of, like, the... Oh, oh, the one I really, really hated, and I love it in the comics, is when Batman shows up on the horse... And you've got the sons of Batman oh, who are like, we're going to take the city. 
and he's like, not with this. And he gets the gun and he's like, this is the weapon of cowards. This is the weapon. You know, we don't need this. I will show you. Like, in the comic, it's such a great scene. Uh-huh. And in the movie, I was like, this is so fucking bad. With your fists. And your brains and your fists. Part of it's Peter Weller, uh, but part of it is, I don't think, dial- it, Frank Miller's lines are never meant to be said out loud. I mean, if you think about the Sin City movies, they don't really work well. Right. you think about 300, you know, it doesn't uh, work this well. This Sparta holds up very well. Mm. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would be a cricket in that scene. I 100 <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the best joke you've ever said. Um, Batman, you have to stop this. Chirp, <laughs> chirp. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, what's up with the? Hey, what is up? Cord- we called it up. Uh, we called it Cordovia, but uh, Cordovia Cordovia is from BoJack Horseman. So like what's so and that's another thing for some reason and maybe it's stuff. yeah and I guess it's because it happened in Watchmen in the periphery that again a lot of Watchmen like you get the context from the sh- the show rather than like being aware of the con- I don't know how to describe it but like I just feel like there's a disconnect between half of the things that are happening in the world of this one versus like the world of Watchmen at the time I think there's a little bit it's a little bit easier when you're reading to divorce a particular storyline from your current thinking and yeah. just have it in the background. Yeah. Where you right. say like, okay, we've got this whole plot line like in Watchmen, it's about the artists who keep disappearing and they're being put on the project to make the alien that right. is the alleged attack. Right. Um, in this, it's a little bit harder because you have to keep visually being shown the actions that are going on. In it was like, I completely you, agree. If you did yeah. the Watchmen movie and you put in the pirate scenes, which yes. they've done the extended yeah. version. No, God. Yeah. Be a lot. I liked it. You, I, you, I can, like you can watch an extended version. I mean, I watch, yeah. Scenes. If you go to, if you go yeah, to no, Saturday no. afternoon, they have, a, I actually own it. And I think it's on a bunch of different things now. Yeah. Um, but you, it has like the intent, cause they released it as a separate DVD right? yeah. and then they splice it together as an extended. Plus they added more scenes to Watchmen. Oh, so like, if you've got an entire afternoon, it's you it's got still every read, version of Halloween. You should still yeah, read the book. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the dance, the share dance remix. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely like still read the book. But I, I mean, I still enjoyed. I didn't enjoy the in like theater movie, but I enjoyed the extended because it's the it's basically the full thing just on screen. Yeah. The Watchmen movie it disappointed me so badly that I couldn't read the graphic novel for years uh-huh. after the fact. Yeah, it but so I bad. bet you masturbated them having sex in that owl copter oh, during, fire coming with, out. Uh, with, uh, what's his face? Hallelujah. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. So, yeah, it's so much. Silk Spectre, and you're like, you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> what's his name? Is so cute. Patrick something. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So fucking hot. Yeah. Yes, he is. Not as much in that movie, but obviously. No, well, they made him look a little For obvious reasons. Yeah. What did you guys think of Robin? Carrie Kelly. Yeah. Um, I, like her. I don't know where she got her suit. She, she, she was a costume. It was a costume. She doll. was a costume? It was a costume. <laughs> that bitch was a costume all along. <laughs> no, Ryan, you idiot. It was actually, <laughs> costumes are always referred to as she. She <laughs> was a costume. Like boats. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm I'm the dumb. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Boats, guns, costumes. All of them are she's. Um, I thought she learned gymnastics and parkour very fast. Oh my god! It was me. very peculiar. Yeah, yeah. That she we was were so like, good. oh, she know she tri- as soon as she g- becomes Robin, she goes out on the fucking like 
uh, out, like on her window seal, and is like, whoa, trips, and she then had she had a seal. I was gonna <laughs> say, I was gonna tell you about that. Yeah, she gotta go. I'd be a seal. Um, anyway, uh, but and then she immediately gets it. She was backflipping up a carousel. Suck my dick. That's so crazy. Yeah. I do like that they at least gave, like, what's it, was it, Tim Drake at least had, was it, yeah, you know, Dick. Dick Grayson was the Flying Grayson. So at least he had that, and, and then where, everyone else where got was trained. Dick like, in this? It was his dad. No, Dick. No, 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 Dick is not Jason Todd is dead. dad. Yeah, that's what retired. Where's that now. Dick then? Yeah. Um, they don't ever refer him. They don't, they, 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 don't, uh, they don't reference him, but in the sequels, he does come back. But the sequels are not good. Yeah. At all. They sound insane. Like, when I started reading the Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. I remember being so excited for when Dark Knight Strikes uh, again. Well, that out. was like, what, what, 15 years later? Yeah, it was yeah. in 2002. And I was like, oh my god, the sequel, this is amazing. And I read it, I was like, what? what oh, well, so read? that was, I, that's this Wonder Woman Superman having sex <laughs> in the air and crashing down and creating seismic waves. And they're like, I was so excited to see that on screen. And then I was like, oh, this there, is the there other is, There was people... <laughs> Running from them, like fucking so hard to be like, ah! like running away and terrified. The one thing I I thought was funny about Robin is that she's like they only briefly touch on her relationship with school, where she's like, I had a friend at the beginning, and then I talked to their yeah. friend, and I'm like, and now I'm gonna go all, get in a rich man's car. Bye. Also, and her parents were bad. Also, also, they were like, uh, the Joker's at the carnival, and she's like, my half God. my friends from school are there, and you're like, what, bitch? <laughs> What is this? Nineteen half of them? Who goes to the carnival? <laughs> Why are you half? It's nineteen eighty-six. What? I was so lost. No, she only has two friends. One of them's there, and one of them. And half of them are there. So all yeah. she needs is one. Yeah. <laughs> it was alarming yeah. when I saw it. Um, uh, there, it's so many problems with it. I'm sorry. I I know it. We're in an age of like we hyper like it's like mystery science theaters out there we hyper like hyper criticize everything but like no it's not, not good it's good. not a good adaptation it's and i'm willing to believe that the book is definitely i'm thinking better. reading it would the, i mean the book is it's a foundational book yeah and, uh, like it like a lot of stuff that we like injustice could totally 100 percent. i'm just so like i guess like that's so we were actually having a discussion too because we say that and then it's like could you so then, like, does that mean that we have to appreciate 1960s or 19-whatever Superman for everything that's done? Because without those seminal books, we would never have anything in the superhero canon. I think that's probably right. I and think... that's why we should enjoy Miracle Man. I think <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think you're well, saying like, Again, I can yeah. say I get it, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. I well, guess. I think um, I think appreciating, like, the first appearances of Superman and Batman, like, uh, is definitely part of it. Like, I reading Detective Comics number 27 or Action Comics number one, like, they're incredibly dated. Right, you're saying that as a comic fan, I guess. Like, I could never, and again, I have to read the books, I'm gonna go do my due diligence, but okay. I don't feel like, Lies. I, I wasn't getting the read that I could say, wow, I can give this to somebody that wasn't already, like, a fan of something. Like, because you're talking about it from a very academic perspective, and I totally appreciate but that. But there's a reason why Dark Knight Returns always is in bookstores. It is always there. It is one of those things that's put on every like top fifty graphic novels that people have to read. Because it's got that. That was fucking Arkham Asylum, and that wasn't that great either. No, Arkham Asylum is not. It is. Not. It's on IGN's top twenty-five, well, IGN, and they're a video game stuff. website, so they know what they're talking about. So, but like Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, <laughs> totally. Mouse. I get what you're talking You know, like, like those, those if, always make like the list of like books that you should read or graphic novels that one should read. So maybe we can talk about what 
the story is actually criticizing because I think there are elements that go into the graphic novel, especially when it comes to news, um, that they fit in a lot more than they can fit in because people have to talk and that takes a certain amount of time to actually say words versus reading them. You could read like six panels of news story as a Yeah, so like the way the news is portrayed in this is, you know, a little bit prescient because Mm -hmm. we're in a day where the... Degree, Whatever that word means. The degree... What do you mean? Day? It means... No, appreciate. Oh, appreciate. <laughs> it's yeah. the opposite of night. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 know that I just took and Ryan's rip away calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm stealing. That, that we, we, we've got a very strong mixture of news and entertainment. Where you've got a care like a news reporter saying like, well, and the rioters are looting the streets, and I don't even know what I'm going to wear. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's what? Actually, so there's more world building in the I, book. I think you, so. Yeah, absolutely. And it, uh, have you ever read read Neil Postman's Amusing Ourselves to Death? Uh, it was written in the 70s or 80s, and it was all about like how TV news was like getting desensitizing us. Yeah. On on this kind of stuff, and it had a whole chapter you called did. "And Then." Where, like, you know, the news would talk about, like, a horrible murder or something, like, uh, a horrific act that happened. And they move on to talking about this cute dog. That like, happens today. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But this is, like, referencing yeah, this totally happened 20 years, time. 20, 30 yeah. years ago. And so I think, um, I don't know if Frank Miller read it or not. Mm. But he's definitely referencing it in the way that he portrays the media in this. And this is, like, in the 80s. They're before, fucking... like, CNN was barely a thing. He Fox was ahead of the game. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, I can appreciate that. I don't like it, but I can appreciate it. What do we think about the fake out at the end of Batman not being dead? Ugh. Which we obviously knew was going to happen, but... I don't know. And that's actually it. surprising I, to me, because I, I, I know that I read, like, the top X moment, like, a long time ago, and it was actually Miracle Man was, was in there, IGN? Watchmen was in there. No, it was actually <laughs> Wizard, the old Wizard magazine. They had, like, the oh. top... I think it was sometime in the mid-90s, they had, like, released, like, a top... 50 comics yeah of like all the crazy things that ever happened and that was referenced and I was really surprised that like that moment would get called out and I didn't actually know that that came after the fact and I was like oh well that kind of undercuts the entire like cool story at least when I read it like in that compartmentalized version of like this is what the Dark Knight Returns is this is what happens and this is how the fight ends and I was like, oh, that's like super cool. When I first read it, um, my I, I read each of the individual issues and I didn't read like the collected version. And I remember being like utterly like captivated by the fight with Superman Batman. I thought like, this is the last Batman story. He's going to die. And then when he like came back, I was like, oh, I was a little surprised. Uh, but I was also like, you know, 10 years old <laughs> when I read it. And but I love the line. It doesn't work well in the movie, but it's like, you know, uh, I was looking at your brains and your fists. I no, it's uh, you know I've slice and dice, <laughs> slice and dice, slice and dice is Guys, my favorite. Slice. Watch out, Superman! I'm gonna slice and dice oh, you, Spud. You boom, boom off! I'm going to the arcade. <laughs> yeah, you done? No, yeah, you done? I you think done? there's a few more we could do. Yeah. Sure, no, no, you can't. Uh, no, where he talks about like he'd like looked for a good death for years, and now this mm-hmm. like this would be a good life, and I'm like that's that's a nice that's a nice line. And, like, he found a way to, like, try to still make a difference without being so ostentatious. I like Green Arrow a lot. Yeah, Green Arrow. Yeah, that was a fun... So did they just cut off his arm at some point? No, Superman uh, Superman cut it off. Yeah. They reference it, yeah. Yeah. Why did they do that? It's because he... he didn't want to go under... Retire like everybody else? Yeah, and so, like, he fought Superman, Superman cut his arm off. Because he listened... As you do. uh, Superman had. I want to see with, that story. That's Superman had the conversation with Batman where they said the agreement, and Batman's like, 
really was in an agreement. And he's like, yeah, Diana said she's going to right, right, right. Mysteria. And Batman brings up Oliver. He's like, well, Oliver had it coming. You know, showing off his left arm so yeah. much. <laughs> that sexy left arm. Uh, it was a weird part. Do you think it was too sexy? Yeah. I think it was I too sexy. Was, I bet that was a sexier arm. <laughs> um, whenever these the, the Batman-Superman conflicts occur, I always think, should we... Like, why would Batman ever win against Superman? It, this like, was the first one. It's mind-boggling to even fucking it's think smart. about it. The two best reasons are Superman will always hold back mm-hmm. and... Superman is his real weakness isn't kryptonite; it's stupidity. Yeah, you said that before. He's not dumb. He's just not as smart as Batman. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I think we probably talked a lot about this conversation. And, and also, Batman has a bigger dick. But what does first? Yeah. I will say, like, and especially in this one, what's and I maybe like their t- it's relative power levels from like you know 1980 versus more nowadays. But I'm like, if you've got someone like I always just they, I feel like they kind of fluctuate Superman's power levels. Yeah, and this he's incredibly powerful. Well, I was, I, that's but like he's I don't know I just feel like if he's, if you've got super speed and I think about injustice where he was able to like fly around the world and blow everything up within two seconds all those fucking like weirdos from uh, and deliver Christmas presents to every Christian <laughs> child. He's he's Santa. Yeah. He I, I saw Santa Claus. He looks like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just like it's always like a juxtaposition it's a, it's of a weird screaming child. <laughs> it's always <laughs> a juxtaposition of him like lifting up like one tank relatively slowly or then like. Destructing everything. Like, I just feel like he literally could have shown up, like, put Batman down before he even put on the suit. But I think that's, uh, to Brent's point, he was just holding back. Yeah. I think it, there's, like, a, a begrudging respect. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my it. friend, and, you know. If there's ever a case I'll to be kill made. I'll kill the shit out of all of you as fast as possible. I know you will, baby. <laughs> hey, baby, and that's Ouch. why you ain't got powers. Yeah, exactly. Um, baby? Uh, baby? Are you doing baby now? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was, George? I was hey, feeling the weird now, vibe in the movie. Come on, baby. Um, <laughs> if we like if we know anything that's from this movie, face. we know that Superman is dumb as fuck yeah. because a blind man fell onto a track, <laughs> and rather than grabbing him yes. at super yes. speed, and he stops the entire train and fucking makes weird handprints. Yeah, and probably breaks. Every, like everyone's gonna be snapping necks, and like <laughs> they're all Joker. Then yeah. they're all fucking snap necks. Superman's such a hero. Yeah, and that I think goes back to that cripple verse. Doesn't thing. even know how to use a comb. Because this like gritty, more gritty take, obviously. You mean yeah, this gritty take on it. Like, I mean, he like flipped through crops, so they shot each other. He like broke people's like entire bodies, and it's like, but I didn't kill them. I'm like, great, no, they might be paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of their lives. Like, I can't you feel eat. better. Than I that? can't eat now. The doc- myself, the doctor slash police officer. You just paralyzed that guy. He's young. He'll still be. <laughs> yeah. I don't either of you know about his permanent damage of shattering his. He'll spine. bounce back. Just give him some sunlight. He Rump has some, no idea. Wear yeah. some dirt in that. We're coming to the end, and we do ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about that shitty therapist that was looking out for Joker. Um, oh, Borat. 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 What uh, the, his name is? Palmer. Uh, Palmer. Palmer. No, no, the actual voice actor yeah. McKeon. Oh, I don't He's know. in uh, Better Call Saul. He's, He's doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> very, very famous comedic actor. He's funny. Um, I mean, it's clear that Frank what? Miller has no patience for politicians and anybody who does any kind of therapy. Like, right. Like you were like, talking about, he had a switch in in political. He did. He was definitely much more... I would say he was more in the liberal libertarian. When he was writing this? Yeah. Really? Michael, Michael McKeon. 
Uh, and then recently, like he's become much more conservative. He had a, uh, it was supposed to be a Batman story, but DC decided not to publish it. Mm. So he just published it by himself or with another company called Holy Terror. Oh, that sounds it was like funny. a Batman type character basically fighting Al Qaeda. Because he was, after 9 <laughs> 11, he became incredibly, um. incredibly like uh, uh, hawkish uh, towards, uh, like almost Islamophobic uh, towards Muslims. Wow. I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, the Joker's going to be a Muslim in the next fourth edition. Joaquin the- Phoenix is putting on the makeup right now to become a... Uh, they are making a fourth version. I think they're making a fourth series. Yeah, I'm this. sure they are, but I, like, who I, cares? I thought Stop this it. was very conservative itself. I yeah. It's libertarian, I Really? No, it's more authoritarian <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. That very unlibertarian because a libertarian Batman would be like, mm, you're doing drugs? Not a problem. Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, you're hurting somebody? Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, we were like, Batman, copy about Batman this would be celebrating, oh, there's no government, there's no state? Awesome. Let's yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's true. Let's ride horses and just police ourselves. But I think Smoking Frank, and chilling out and talking yeah. about how great was Chicago back in the day. But I think Frank Miller is also criticizing Batman a little bit as being somebody who is above the law. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a big part of it. Um, well, so they fight, do a, he fights police people. They so do yeah. do a good job of showing how, ex- like, I think it's like explicitly how a person that would start doing this would be treated because I don't think that the, like, and I loved weird uh, Barbara Gordon, but not Barbara Gordon taking over and being oh, like, fuck that, yeah. kill that guy. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yelling at Val or something like that. It was something Yally, weird. Yelling. Yellen. Yellen. Yeah, she yeah. even looked like Barbara Gordon. Right, it was said. very peculiar. But I mean, like, I appreciate the fact that the cops were much more like, wait, no, this is a fucking crazy person that's going to get people. And especially given the, I thought, like, one of the other pieces that I that I really liked about it was, we were talking about, it was batshit crazy, but literally Joker just fucking running around the amusement park shooting everybody. I'm like, <laughs> that is actually what I expect a real Joker to do, yeah. not like the, yeah. car, like the comic book Joker where, like, they leave everything alone except for that one person that they'll hold hostage and then they'll not actually do anything about it. It's right. like, if someone was that fucking crazy, they would just run around the amusement park shooting everybody. Yeah. They actually, uh, you know, early on, I said that, like, I would have loved to have seen this in the Batman animated uh, series universe, mm-hmm. the one that Bruce Timm and Paul Dini did. I just remember there was an episode of Batman the Animated Series where it was a bunch of kids uh, telling about talking about their their interpretation of Batman, and there was a Dark Knight Returns version of it. Oh, that there. does sound really familiar. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just thought of it now. Do you think it's? Uh, I mean, to me, there's a lot of criticism of like I think that the Doctor is supposed to represent a liberal perspective and how we rehabilitate criminals. Like even the worst of us can be made well. And there's, I think, some token references that Batman makes to being like, why have I kept the Joker around when I've killed others? But those are mostly like historical references and not related to the character as he is now. Is the criticism that's in The Dark Knight like valid about how we think about rehabilitation, about how society treats people who were former criminals and tries to forgive them and... Are vigilante forms of justice valuable uh, in order to establish true law and order? If this was an InfoWars podcast, I would say yes. But since it's not, I would say... I'm asking your opinion. Yeah, I think... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, just, not, you're, sorry, I'm not asking for your opinion. You were asking very leading questions as well. 
So I just, Ouch. I just mean by the fact of like, and I think you're right. Like that's the like I think that. But the, the lead was toward away from Alex. No, Jones. no, no. I understand that. I was just, I was just making a joke. Yeah. But the idea was like to me. I think this kind of made fun of a lot of different things, like including Reagan and all that sort of stuff. I mm-hmm. there's I think there's varying levels of gray because like to just say black and white crime versus no crime, you'd also have to prove that your current system doesn't have like systemic racism or other things. Um, so like, I think you, this is a very like, uh, I don't know, like non-realistic version of crime where it's like, you're either a crazy homicidal criminal or you're a great upstanding citizen. Like there's totally difference and variations of where rehabilitation, uh, rehabilitation plays. I think if you were talking like if a Joker exists in real life or a John Wayne Gacy or whomever, but it's like, you'd be like, mm, probably not. I don't, you or you could certainly rehabilitate them, but they shouldn't be able to... You wouldn't really have to bring them back to yeah. go on fucking Conan O'Brien to... They don't s- go on Conan. Baby yeah. gas masks all over the place to kill everybody. I did like that moment where it's like, <laughs> do I get to keep the mug? Yeah, sure, you <laughs> can do whatever you want. You fucking <laughs> bitch! Yeah. And then those weird ass fucking robots. And that fat guy got trapped in the roller coaster. I love that scene. She just straight up murdered someone and... They don't talk about that. No. She's like, I kicked a guy into a gear... And he got his head crunched. He was going to kill her. Yeah, yeah so then Batman grabs her with fully legs open and goes, good soldier. Yeah. Good soldier. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> uh, but sorry. Wow. Uh, I like, your, your question is very interesting. Because uh, I don't know. I mean, I think there should be, like, obviously, the craziest, most, like, the Joker killed 600 and something people. Just when, this time alone. And yeah. May, just, may, maybe don't let him out. Why? Yeah. why no, he needs to officer. die. It's not letting him yeah. out. That man, I need yeah. Why was he in handcuffs the whole... Like, he's still, like, even though he's at a mental... Like, he would still have... He wasn't getting... Like, if, if someone did that in the real world, we wouldn't be like, Come on out! Like, you're the next contestant on the... Just uh, rape. Give you, yeah, just, just rape. <laughs> yeah, no. we would definitely never put them on TV. But also, ben and you would never let them leave. Would you like? I mean, Any if, if sort there of was like a Joker type character, would you be like, "Yeah, I'm for the death penalty," for instance? Like that would be the that that I would be would, the I'm legal. Not, I don't like the death penalty at all, but that I would say this guy needs to fucking die. Like absolutely, he's mur- if he's mur- let's if he's say five hundred people over, or more, you, maybe we kill you. But it's not even solitary like, for the rest of his life. No, no, no. You kill You see how many times he gets out. It's the fact he gets out so much. He needs to die. Yeah, I mean, in a real world, after Batman caught them one last time, they'd be like, uh, "No, the government's taking over. We're going to kill this man and be done with." <laughs> I mean, of course, the out of story reason is the Joker is a very popular villain. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're totally right that like when you play realism on it, it's like some, but the FBI, somebody would say, uh, "No." We're no, taking no, no, over no, no. jurisdiction. Okay, yeah. I, we're gonna make the call. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you killed 499 people. The next one is free, so we're going. To, you hit 500. Yeah, we're no, definitely execution. We're deaf gonna kill you. So you just yeah. put like a three year old with him just to get that 500th kill. And no, 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 it's a bonus. Yeah. Jesus Clark. Oh my God. Um, I will say yeah, one that you don't like. Me, the Joker killing himself. <laughs> I remember reading this. Oh yeah, but that was actually a very shocking. Perfect, uh, Jokerian. You thing break to your own neck or something. What really? You don't really. What? Like so? He, he wasn't. He wasn't injured in the same way. He got. I don't think Batman. I, I think no, Batman, no, well, in the Batman snapped it a, a little, little, little bit, and yeah. then he went the extra little bit. Yeah, he went the extra mile. <laughs> it. It's like a layup, you know. Yeah. Now I'm scared that if I crack my neck, I'm going to kill myself. 
Can you crack Fingers your neck some more? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what yeah. I'm yelling yeah. for, guys. Texting Chase right now. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I remember from watching it again was the Tunnel of Love has a very... Oh, we talked a lot about this. It, it has a very, very amazing. level of water. So you oh, can yeah. either walk in it or, or you can dive it. under it in well, order to avoid Oh, shit, you're right. More importantly, my favorite part is that it is so wide that five boats are like kind of just streaming along at once as opposed to you're, normally like everyone's in a very orderly There's, like, there's no sort of track <laughs> that at all. That's <laughs> just like going back and forth. It's running. That means running to the Joker, and then the police show up, and they're all in boats. <laughs> Why are they in boats? <laughs> they made those love boats. Oh the boats are, are clearly too slow for the Joker that because he climbs from boat to boat. So they're all like, we're just going to wait here, and then we're going to get the Joker. They'll never know. All right, so we've got about five minutes left, and I feel like we have not spent enough talking about Batman drag or Bruno, the feminazi. Um... Why does she? Where do you get Nazi <laughs> nipple pasties? <laughs> How do you cover your nipple? I like, Amazon I, Prime. I, oh, you're a villain. I got it. You don't need to wear your. You don't need to have your tits out with fucking swastikas on your breasts. What's the point? That was one of the most <laughs> jarring looks. It slash is. It's Beautiful the best costume, ever. but I mean, people would get it, but more people would not get it. No, 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 out, so it still looked like lines. Which, they, really which actually made more up. would make more sense because her henchmen looked like they were like Russian soldiers. Right. Yeah. And, now wait, and so they talked like they were Russian too. Yeah. Was it, was her name was Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. So Bruno, they're like they mentioned Bruno, and the store owner's like, "Yeah, well, fuck you." And then Bruno's like, "I'm here," but she's already in the in store. The store. <laughs> How did she? She was. <laughs> More importantly, Batman was just talking to his favorite uh, liquor store owner, and then was like, "I'll be back." And then walked around the corner. Batman's doing his regular shopping. I was really dressed hoping. as an old woman. I was really hoping that was Catwoman at the time when we watched oh, it. Oh, that, that like would some been older cool. woman that, that was like going to turn great. out to be like somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was just it, Batman uh, and Jack. Uh, <laughs> his voice <laughs> acting is amazing when you're like, oh, <laughs> I know. They have like a voice mod. It's like, oh, it, it's just <laughs> you're at me. Mrs. These prices, Mrs. Downfire. Yeah. Was that you, Mrs. Downfire? <laughs> yeah. Would you guys like? Thank God, to there see, wasn't a cake around. Uh, would you guys like to see a live action adaptation of it? That's not like yes, but it's a scene. musical. Yes, but it's a musical. Yes, done. I'm in. What, I would like to see a New Testament version of it built for today. Because <laughs> we were talking about like you talk about Watchmen, Watchmen being Old Testament versus New Testament. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you could. That's why Watchmen didn't necessarily work on screen either. I think yeah. is because they weren't thinking forward, and it was right. like. There's so many concepts to take from this and lift and shift. Is it, really the new, is it the New Testament version, unfortunately, the new Superman and Batman movie versus? Oh, that is true. Mm. That is, can, I have a, can I have a fantasy It's just world? injustice, yeah, yeah, but the yeah, roles yeah. are slipped. This is, this is In my fantasy <laughs> world, um, at the end of... Tristan's the, dead. At the, end of, at the end of The Dark Knight, um, Harvey Dent is not dead. Mm-hmm. But he is like paralyzed. Okay. And then the Joker and Harvey Dent and like Batman retires. And then it's set in the time frame of The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. And they're doing the plot line of rehabilitation. Can we be allowed back in society? Mm-hmm. Harvey Dent is still fucking eight fuck buck nuts. 
but he delivers all of his craziness from his like what seems to be a defenseless position. And the Joker also gets out, and the mutants are... So it's like the Christopher a, Nolan version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Got then it. the mutants are like a later development mm-hmm. that are a kind of a subplot rather than being like the first plot that gets wiped away. So this was not yeah. this would not be the version that, of Dark Knight Rises that came out with, right, with right, Bane. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. What a, I didn't mean for that to be such a hard period <laughs> of our conversation. What a what a fantasy. That Bruno, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I would have loved going back to Watchmen for a second. You know, Paul Greengrass was supposed to do his version of it. It was supposed to be like uh, reflect the post nine eleven world, mm. and then Warner Brothers gave it to Zack Snyder. So, Got lots of slow mo, lots of action. Yeah. He's like he's like make everything red. Would you say that you thought the grass was going to be greener? You made that joke before. And I did it again. (laughs) Oops, I did it again. All right. I think we've talked enough about this bad adaptation of what is hopefully a better book when I read it. It is a better book. It's a better book. So don't rush out and see it. Yeah, and don't get the DC app for it because it still has bugs. (laughs) Bad bugs. Is that that how you wanted it? Bye, bugs. Comment up that thing. Yeah, we'll be back next week. We're going to be doing a... We'll have a review of uh, BPRD. Yes. Volumes 1 and 2. Yes. Of, of the Plague of Frogs. The Plague of Frogs series, uh, which is the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Development. De- Defense. Defense. So close. Anyways. Uh, slice and dice, everyone. Slice <laughs> and, and dice. dice. Spud. <laughs>